0: This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's mortgage mentor with more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. You'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is certified mortgage planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis
1: hi everyone and welcome back to mortgage lending mastery I'm delighted today to have a guest with me who is going to be a um, speaker at a same event that I'm going to be at here in a few months called the uh, actually it's going to be next month it's crazy called the mile high mile high mastermind in Denver it's for um, specifically for loan officers and it's actually just a little private group of people that are um, invited to it but um, regardless, I, I uh, want to invite Brad Friedman, who uh, with us here today. So how are you doing, Brad?
2: I am doing great. Thanks so much for having me on your podcast.
1: Of course, of course, love to. Okay, so let me go ahead and read his bio so that you know who we are talking to here today. Um, he is the founder and pres- president of the Friedman Group, which is in Denver, which I'm excited about because that's my native uh, my native state. Um, and he calls himself a recovering Attorney. So I'll be curious to hear about that. Um, and uh, he works with people to enhance their online presence while helping them take advantage of the power of social media. And he is a best selling author of, and I love this title because it's so long. I w- when I was looking at it, I thought, hmm, is that really the title? <laughs> is? But the Small Business Owner's Guide to Inbound Marketing and, and Brad Friedman on Digital Marketing doing social media right when you don't have the time to do it or don't have the time and don't wanna get in trouble, right? So doing it all right. So he's highly rated digital marketing um, uh, guru and he has his own podcast. What's the name of your podcast, by the way?
2: Uh, It's called The Digital Slice.
1: The Digital Slice like a piece of pie, right? A slice of pie. That's awesome. And um, so I just want to say welcome to, again, to the show. That's a little bit about his background. So, Reb, before we start talking about anything technical with social media and whatnot, let's talk about, you know, you were an attorney, you're a recovering attorney. What was your specialty and what brought yeah. you into social media? Why all of a sudden did you say, oh, hey, I want to go do this? Is it uh, more of a compliance thing or or what is it?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's, uh... I guess it's an interesting story. So I practiced law for about 16 years. Um, Most of that time, most of my work was in family law area. Um, I did some commercial litigation work, uh, some corporate work, but most of it was divorce work. Um, And basically the family law practice changed over those 16 years quite a bit became a lot more adversarial. It became a lot more expensive for clients. And yeah. I wasn't having fun anymore. Um, I tell people all the time I have this character flaw that when I'm not having fun doing what I'm doing, I stop doing it. Uh, which is why over those years, I was in a number of different firms. I practiced on my own. Um, so I just stopped. Uh, from there, I went to run a charitable foundation. For about eight years, which I used to tell people was like having a boutique estate planning practice uh, because I worked with a number of uh, high net worth people to help them find tax advantageous ways yeah. to give money to charity. Um,
1: yep. Familiar with that. I'm very yeah. familiar with that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I did that until the stock market crash in 2008. And then all my donors said, ah, we're not being donors anymore um, because the markets are so uncertain. And I did some thinking as to, you know, you make those lists. What are the things I'm good at? What are the things I enjoy? And one of the things I've always enjoyed all my life is technology. And when I had kids, I had to learn about social media because my kids wanted to be on social media. And right. I always encouraged them to do that. But I always told them when they joined a new social network that I was going to be their first connection. And every time they posted something, they should think that there's a chance that their dad was going to see it. Right. Um, So what that did was that made me have to learn all the different social networks. And when this time came, I started looking around and seeing that all the people that I had been working with. Lawyers and doctors and financial services providers, accountants, financial planners, even realtors and mortgage brokers weren't using social media or the internet because of the brain damage that was caused by all the regulations. So I thought I could bring my legal background in and help those people take advantage of the internet and not have to worry about losing their license.
1: Yeah, I love that. So are are you working um, more with the corporate side of that to help them get clarity and understanding about the compliance piece? Or are you working with individuals to give them the tools to take to their company and say, no, really it's okay that I post this. It's okay that I have this. So where does your expertise lie as it relates to your clients?
2: Right, so it's really both. When I go in and work with a corporation, it's developing a strategy that is compliant and then working with the individuals to, for example, optimize their LinkedIn profiles, train them how to use LinkedIn um, compliantly to generate revenue. And I work with small businesses and just individuals who want to take advantage of email marketing or inbound marketing or social media marketing and do it in a professional way.
1: I love that. So so um, does that extend to, because I know this is a, one of the challenges for, for loan officers since you mentioned them, because everybody else has a lot of flexibility. There's some compliance in there, but there's so much more flexibility in being an individual. Um, whereas a loan officer, and what a lot of people don't understand is that loan officers are paid through a W-2. They may be 100% commission, but they are W-2. They're not a 1099, so they're not independent. Um, so one of the challenges that I hear from loan officers is that their company sets up a website for them, and it's just a one-size-fits-all, and there's no flexibility in, be, in being able to create a, a vanity site or you know my own site that differentiates me from my, com- my company. So What um what are you seeing as far as trends happening with corporations being willing to let the individual shine? Because I find it's very difficult to not be or to be able to shine, you know, through a website, um, certainly through LinkedIn and whatnot, but through a website.
2: Right. Those websites, they're very challenging. Um one of the things that we offer is a website assessment and we have a SEO program, and I have a wonderful SEO person who won't work on those websites because there's really nothing that we can do to help you. Um, and as far as the trend goes, I mean, I think we're going to see more and more of that. So the individual needs to understand that the website is the hub of all their activity, it's the place where we should be able to go to learn anything that we need to know about them. And then take advantage of off-website sites like Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever, depending on what it is that you do, to um, really shine there, to establish your expertise and your thought leadership and your credibility. And then use those to drive people to your website, to the Contact Us page and to the other pages where they can learn more about what you do.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So yeah. So it's going to be this way. So we just have to learn to work with it, right? Um, so you mentioned you mentioned that you know you're working with people, you know, to have professional and a professional uh, um, outreach or, or professional appearance in what they're doing to generate revenue. So let's talk about what you do that's different than some uh, someone else who does the same thing that you do to help people actually generate revenue. Because I know that what I see is a lot of, um, I wouldn't even call it engagement. I, I, I would, I guess I would, I'd call it some engagement. But but you know, in the old days, we used to send newsletters to people in the mail. And we thought that was engaging with clients. It isn't, it's what you do to people. It's it's you throwing stuff out there. Now I see videos as throwing stuff out there. I still think it's better engagement, but. There's not a lot of reciprocating that goes on with that. So there's a lot of people doing videos. You're getting a lot of likes and comments and things. But where's the revenue? Where's the revenue generation that's coming from that? So what do you do that's different to help people generate revenue?
2: So I I guess the first thing would be that with every engagement, we really start out by diving deep into what it is that they do and what they do well and what they do different from the competition and develop uh, a pretty good strategy from that. So I am not one of those people who believe that everybody needs to have an online presence everywhere, that you have to be on Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and all of of the places. I believe um, that you need to do some research to determine where your target audience is And then in the world today, you've got to take your message to your target audience instead of thinking that they're going to come to you. So really, the first step is is figuring out which platform or platforms you need to focus your energy, because there's only so much time in the day. And in many cases with clients, we start with just one platform and wait you know, a month or so, and hope that we get good at that platform and dial in on the strategy there before going on to another platform. Um, yeah, I
1: like that. I like that. Um, you know, really isolating, you know, what's going to resonate with you. Are you, um, I mean, for, and, and this is how I look at Instagram. I'm, I'm really big on management as well, so management style. So I think of, you know, the, the D and the disc profiling, you know, the D is, to me is Instagram. You know, it's the person that just wants to, well, actually it would be Twitter, just wants to get in there, get it done and get out. I just want to say, if you <laughs> think, I want to get in and I want to get out, right? The I is the influencer, you know, they're friendly and they're this, that, and the other. And that's Facebook. It's Facebook to me, right? LinkedIn, you start going down the path of um, the, con- the, the uh, C, I'm kind of going out of order, the C, the compliance person, because it's just more stringent, it's more, mm, more professional. And right. then... And then the S to me, you know, in the just profiling, the kind of steady as she goes kind of person to me is YouTube. And um, so I always think that, you know, it might be a personality sort of trait uh, because, and that's why people bucket so much. You know, if they're not the type of person that is uh, friendly and outgoing and that type of thing, uh, then we're trying to shove them into video because they have to do video. It might just be the wrong platform. It might right. be wrong way a method of doing that. So I love that you assess that first, um, and head in that direction. Okay, so let me ask you then. Um, so once you've done that, that's that's good. What do you think about niching? You talked about uh, the target, right? The target market, and, and really focusing on your target. I'm a believer that if you talk to everybody, you talk to nobody. So what do you do in the realm of sort of that target marketing? It's one thing to say. You know, if you're a plumber that says, "I just want anybody who has a house
2: right right <laughs>
1: right right It doesn't make sense. It's just like okay well that that may uh, okay, so what do we do? What do we do to uh, make us different in this world i I may know that I'm different and I know how I want to be different, but how do I do it in the social media world?
2: Right, so a lot of that is really diving deep into that that very question, so I'll give you an example. Last week I was talking to a business broker about helping him with his uh, search engine optimization. And I said, what industries do you focus on? You know, who's your target audience? He said, anybody that wants to sell a business.
1: Yep. I knew that was coming.
2: (laughs) So I said, well, that's great. But, you know, hard to it's hard to market to anybody who wants to sell a business so let's dive deeper and we ended up with a better profile of um, people over the age of 55 who wanted to sell their business Um, people who had businesses uh, worth ten million dollars to fifty million dollars and And we, you know, we really narrowed it down so that we had a much better target audience. And I think everybody uh, really needs to do that. Take that deep dive and say, you know, what is it, even if it's, I market to the whole world, but who do I enjoy working with Mm -hmm. the most? We might have to go that route. If, you know, I've had people tell me, if you breathe, you're my prospect.
1: Yep. Oh, my chiropractor Um, says it. He says, if you have a back, you're my client.
2: Yeah, yeah, so it's tough. I mean, even my chiropractor, now that you mentioned that, who I'm going to see at 11 o'clock this morning, um, you know, he would much rather not be working with me and working with athletes because that's sort of his expertise. But I've been with him for so many years that he's just kind of stuck with me. Um, So I think everybody... You know, even though everyone who breathes might be even my prospect, right? Um, I enjoy working with professionals um, more than just anybody who breathes. I'm better with people who aren't in uh, retail, for example. Um, so I know I've always, you know, personally known my limitations, my strengths, and Weaknesses. So I try to dive in deep with the people that I work with so that we can make them an expert in the field that they're most comfortable in, that they enjoy the most, or that they actually do the best.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that that, you know, can resonate with a lot of people. I mean, we, it's hard to say, what do I enjoy doing? It's, it's easier to say, what don't I like doing? I think right. it's a process of elimination rather than selection, because uh, I know when I am working with someone um, in one capacity, I just want to shoot myself, right? Versus somebody that feels really good, you know, when it feels good, time flies and we don't think about it. So I think it's easier to decipher who you don't want than it is who you want, you know, as you go through the process. Um, so let me, let me ask you this question then. Um, Um, well, and I was just trying to think about what I was going to ask and I forgot, and that happens a lot on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Story (laughs) of my life. I know, I know. Well, it's just one of those things, but no, I do have, usually I write it down. Um, no, I do know what it was, uh, what they want to ask you is what do you think is the number one, uh, mistake that people make in trying to digitize their business and create a brand, a message that results in revenue?
2: Um, I think I would say that the number one thing I see is people trying to be everywhere and trying to be everything to everyone mm-hmm. rather than that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of focused attack mm-hmm. approach. Um, You know, you can be in multiple places if you have the time and the staff um, to generate enough content to make you relevant and the right kind of content. The things that you post on LinkedIn are probably different than the things that you post on Facebook.
1: Yeah, Um, I think they should be.
2: Yeah, and not everybody is is Instagram-able. Right. (laughs) You know, for example, I had a law firm call me and say I need to be on Instagram and I'm like, why? And this is a friend of mine from for many years. And I said, why do you need to be on Instagram? uh, He said, well, I need to be on Instagram and I need to be on Pinterest because I just read that 80 percent of the people on Pinterest are women. And we do a lot of divorce work. And I said, okay, so what are we going to take pictures of after we take pictures of your. 15 lawyers in your lobby and your conference room. Right. We're pretty much done unless you want to photograph each of the law books in your library because you can't take pictures with your clients because it's attorney-client privilege. You can't take pictures in court. And those are picture platforms. Um, And he kind of got mad at me and said, what are you doing, trying to turn away business? And I just said, no, I'm just trying not to set myself up for failure um or you for failure. Yeah. So, you know, you really have to I think one of the big problems is really trying to be everywhere and everything for everyone.
1: I think so too. So, let's get back. I want to get back to this revenue piece. So, I'm out there. I've I've decided my platform, I've identified my my target market, my avatar, my niche, my niches, whatever they may be, and you know, now how do I get people to engage with me to actually want to do business with me
2: so it's really all about the content that you're putting out and the variety of content so i still believe that um, email for example is very important Um, i often equate email with social media because if you think about it you send an email somebody can reply to you just like they can comment to your facebook post They can share your email by forwarding it to someone. So email is, in my opinion, very similar to to social media. So it's taking advantage of email, social media, your website, Mm -hmm. blog posts. You can't add blog posts to your website, maybe LinkedIn articles, but it's all about looking at it long term and understanding that you have to develop trust and credibility in order to build relationships with people and make them want to do business with you. So it's all about the quality and the quantity of the content that you're putting out that drives people to your website and or anything that you have out there that lets them contact you and get on the phone with you or schedule a meeting with you Do something like a a Zoom meeting like this or whatever it is so that you can, you know, close the deal. So I work with people on the content, posting on social media and tell them, you know, I'm going to drive people to your website. I'm going to drive people to your blog. I'm going to drive people to that contact us form. And then it's up to you. And you've got to you've got to close them.
1: That's awesome. Okay. So yeah, so it's not that we're looking for necessarily the engagement online as much as we are saying, you know, if you have interest, go here. If you have interest, go here to try to drive everyone into those, those, that specific um, website, you know, fill out an application, get a free thing, whatever it may be. Right.
2: Okay. Right. But in order to do that, you have to have that engagement online because before they're going to go to your contact page and give up an email address and a name and maybe a phone number, they've gotta like and trust you and find you credible. And the only way they're gonna do that online is by engaging with you on your content. So I am a big proponent of this human to human sort of revolution that's going on, this H2H hashtag that we all have to engage. We have to have some kind of contact with somebody in order to build that trust and credibility so that they will give up a name and an email address when they get to that form and engage with you then more personally.
1: Oops, I love that, I absolutely love that. Um, okay, so you're gonna be speaking you know, at Math the Mastermind Summit and I know that your target market is going to be loan officers. So let's talk about that for just a moment on what you specifically do for loan officers, given the fact that we, well, we can drive people to the website, but but how does a loan officer
2: start working with you? So, um, I think the topic that I'm talking about at the Mastermind actually has to do with email. I don't think we've really nailed down exactly what I'm gonna, be, but that's gonna be the topic. It's gonna be email. Um, uh, Loan officers would work with me, and in that case, it would primarily be starting with their LinkedIn profile. Um, because that's, I think, the place that they need to really look professional and, yeah. and develop credibility. And then, you know, we might move to, to Facebook. So first off, we would optimize the LinkedIn profile. We would dive in and find out what, we do, what they do best, who the target audience is. Um, with LinkedIn, just like any other platform, we do a lot of keyword research, and then really take advantage of all the space that LinkedIn provides you in your profile—two um, thousand characters in the new uh, About section that used to be. Oh, your I know. Summary section. Yeah,
1: it's it's absolutely lovely. I know. I just went through some training on LinkedIn um, with a with a coach about this, and I'm excited to get it started. You know, to get it. started. Yeah going with it. That's awesome. So how does someone reach out to you? What is the best way for the, um, someone to reach out to you if they, um, if what you've had to say it resonates with them and they say, gosh, I want to have a conversation. And I know that you're, uh, so let's talk about that first. How do they reach out to you? And then I know that you have a gift for our audience as well.
2: Um, yeah, the, probably the best place to go would be our website, which is FriedmanSocialMedia.com.
1: Okay, great. Um, yeah, that's probably the ways. easiest
2: I'm all over social media just because it's, it's what you do. What I do. Walk the uh, walk. So you, yeah, so you <laughs> can find me there. Yeah. Um, but uh, going to the website is the best place.
1: Okay, great. Just like you told us to do. Exactly. Your website. All right, and so I know you have something for uh, the listeners as well. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, so we're doing a, uh, this new sort of search engine optimization program that starts with a free website assessment and so again if you go to the website friedmansocialmedia.com and you scroll down past the beautiful banner picture up there um, there's a little button that says something like free website assessment and click on that and what it is is we do uh, we take a look at the website make some search engine optimization recommendations Uh, what comes with that is then a free 30-minute consultation with me to go over what we found in the assessment and make some recommendations for going forward
1: that's awesome that's awesome yeah thank you so much for doing that so we'll of course have all your link there and I know that you have other links that you've provided me and so we'll make sure that we have every you know all of your links at the bottom um, of that and I just want to say thank you so much for sharing this with us today Um, you know, again, because my podcast is called "Stop Talking, Take Action, Get Results," I just want to let everybody know. You know, take take uh, Brad up on his offer here um, to just have the assessment done. If that's all you want, that's fine. Just have the assessment done, and you know, find out where you stand and find out what you could possibly do um, to improve it instead of banging your head against a wall every day, right? Trying to figure it out, um, and you know, think about the platform that most resonates with you and you know, again, your niches, really identifying what you don't want to do, because in doing that, you'll get clarity on what you are, who you do want to work with. Um, So I suggest that you take some a few minutes to do that as well. So um, Brad, we really, really thank you for being here today. And as we leave, I always ask my guests, you know, to recommend a book or give us a great quote that you absolutely love or live by.
2: Uh, Well, I'm going to have to recommend the book, The Small Business Owner's Guide to Inbound Marketing. Um, Aside from the fact that I believe very strongly in the power of inbound marketing, the book really is a good book because it takes you through how to build your website, how to optimize your website, how to take advantage of social media, how to take advantage of email. Um, It's a very helpful book for entrepreneurs and small business owners.
1: That's great. Is it a, is it a uh, social media for dummies? Is it written in a way that everybody can understand?
2: Yeah, everybody can understand that book. Okay. I actually <laughs> tested that on my, I guess at the time I wrote it, my 80-year-old father. Oh, wow. Who, was, who is a writer and a playwright and all of that. And I made him read it, the, the final draft before it got published. And he came out of it understanding a lot more than I thought it, he would. It was actually That's a little scary.
1: That's great. I'm glad I asked that question then. I'm glad yeah. I asked it. Yeah. Well, again, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today and sharing more information, you know, to make our businesses better. Um, we really, really appreciate your time.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on as a guest.
1: Absolutely. Okay, everybody. So listen, stop talking about it. Take some action and get some results when it comes to SEO specifically in social media so that you can have inbound business coming your way and help your business grow to heights you never even imagined possible. Again, thank you for joining us today. I am always, always grateful and we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending
0: Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit genduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's Lifetime Membership Program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.